You're listening to the Power of Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Delena McMillan. Hey family, how are you? How are you doing? Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. How was your week? How's everything going with you? Um, I'm so glad that you guys decided to take a few minutes out of your day to listen to my podcast, and I hope something said today will bless you. Now, before we get started, um, I did want to do a quick recap of last week's podcast in case you haven't had a chance to go back and check it out. And, and, And if you get a moment, I hope that you do. Um, Because we're talking about the importance of knowing your true identity in Christ Jesus. And just wanted to remind you um, in this recap of what God says, um, who God says that we are. Um, And that's more important than what the world says that we are. It's more important than what we tell ourselves. It's more important than what our experiences, our past experiences have tried to tell us who we are. So I just wanted to take a minute in this podcast and just remind you of some of the things. This is not an exhaustive list. This is just a little bit of what God says, who God says that we are. And we are anointed. We are chosen by him. We are called by him. We are gifted and talented in so many ways. We are blessed. We are forgiven. We are worthy. We are loved. We are healed. And we're called to be whole. So, um, again, when the enemy tries to tell you who you are, things like you're unworthy, unlovable, that you're less than, he's playing up all your insecurities, he's playing up all of your inadequacies, that we need to remember that we can rebuke him in Jesus' name. And we need to remind ourselves of who God says that we are. And so, Even if your present reality doesn't line up with who God says you are, he's not speaking to what you're going through. He's not speaking to your circumstances. He's speaking to who you were before he formed you. And remember, we talked about a scripture, Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, where God says before he formed us, he knew us. And so just again, another reminder that this is a paradigm shift for our minds and if you're like me, we spent so much time believing who people told, told, we, told us that we were um, or what our experiences told us that we were, that we're just not good enough, we're never going to amount to anything or whatever, or even things that we told ourselves that we were. But we need to renew our minds with the truth of God's word and start declaring that not only over ourselves and over our lives, but also over our children and over our families, And we can start doing this today. We don't have to wait till tomorrow to do this. This is things that we can do starting today. So just wanted to recap what we talked about on our last podcast and just hope that that uh, continues to be like a recurring theme in your life that you just, and again, it is a process and it's not a one and done kind of a thing. This is something that we need to be diligent about and proactive about. Um, and I am guilty of that myself. I, you know, I get stressed, I get tired, I get distracted and I'm not like on, on, on my watch, like I should be with my thoughts. And 
if I'm not careful, those negative thoughts will, will seep in and try to take over. And the next thing you know, I'm spiraling. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxiety. I'm feeling really unsure of myself. And so thank God, you know, when I spend time in his presence and when I pray, he reminds me of these things that he says that I am. And again, this is not a complete list. This is just some of the things that God says that we are anointed, chosen, called, gifted and talented, blessed, forgiven, worthy, loved, healed, called to wholeness. And so just want to remind you of that. That's what we talked about last week. Now for today's message, um, I have to be honest. Um, and again, this podcast uh, process is a new process for me. It is it is a new journey for me. And so this past week, I honestly have, I was struggling about what I wanted to say, about what should I say. And, and I always want to, you know, be open to what God wants to say through me um, because he knows what we need. He knows our hearts. He knows what we're dealing with. And so I just want to be a vessel for him to speak through to our situations. And, I, and again, I say our, not yours, but also mine because we're in this together. And so I honestly, I was struggling this past week. Um, I thought I knew what I was going to talk about, but it just didn't feel right. It felt forced, if that makes any sense. And so I was just praying and I was asking God, you know, Lord, show me what it is that you want me to say, you know, and I'm learning already. This is a new process. So I'm learning already that this is a new um, calling for me. I'm being stretched. And so this this process is teaching me, this experience is teaching me that I need to lean in more and trust God more in a deeper and higher way. And to just remember that he will provide whatever it is that he wants me to say. And so that stuck with me that he would provide what he wants me to say. And I just kind of like stayed there, you know, I just kind of stayed there and just kind of meditated on that thought that he would provide for me. And I was like, okay, God, thank you. I know whatever it is that you want to say through me, you will provide. And then as I was meditating upon it, a few days into that process, he was like, no, that's the message for the next podcast is that I will provide for my people, that I will, I will provide for you. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's the message. Not only was this his promise for me just in general regarding the podcast, that he will always provide a word for me, but it was also what he wanted me to share for this particular podcast. And that really got me excited. So having said that, um, and again, when I finally like realized that this is what he wanted me to talk about today, he took me to Genesis chapter 22 and where Abraham's faith was tested and God uh, told him to sacrifice his son, Isaac. And I remember Isaac is the son that God promised to him, promised to Abraham and to Sarah. And Isaac is the one that God said that God um, would bless Abraham and that Abraham would be a father, the father of many nations. And again, this promise is coming through Isaac. So if God is asking Abraham to sacrifice his son, it doesn't kind of like line up, right? But wow, Abraham had such incredible faith and he believed somehow that God would provide a way for that promise that God gave him through Isaac. He would provide a way for that to still be manifested through Isaac, whether it's 
he was going to resurrect Isaac or something, but but Abraham had faith in God enough to know that somehow God was going to make a way. And so I'm not sure if you're familiar with the story, but they they journeyed three days and God showed um, Abraham where he wanted him to make the sacrifice and he prepared the wood and tied up his son Isaac and was actually getting ready to, to kill him. But but God stopped him at the very last minute. He stopped him and he said, no, don't put your hand on your son Isaac. And when that happened, Abraham looked up and he saw that there was a ram off to the side caught in the in the thicket. And what's so powerful about this story, too, is that along the way, those three days where Abraham and Isaac were journeying to the place that God was going to show him to offer the sacrifice, Isaac was like, okay, dad, well, I see the wood and everything else for preparations for a burnt offering, but where's the lamb that God's going to, you know, where's, where's the lamb that's going to be offered? And so that's when Abraham told his son Isaac, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. And that's very powerful. So even then, that's like Abraham is showing his faith. He's showing his faith. And so at the last minute, God told Abraham not to kill his son. And again, when Abraham looked up, he saw that there was a ram caught in the thicket. And so God had indeed provided a ram for the burnt offering, just like Abraham said to Isaac. And so Abraham called that place, the name of that place, the Lord will provide. And that's where we get the name Jehovah Jireh from, the God who provides. Because at that place, that's where God met Abraham and he experienced God as his provider. And so God also took me to another story um, about his provision. He took me to... um, a story in 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 3 through 17. And this is about the prophet Elijah. And so this is a very powerful story too. And this is this is the time in his life where God told Elijah to go hide by the brook Cherith and that he would command ravens to feed him there. Now, ravens, as you know, are scavenger birds, but God who who created everything, including the ravens, he would command the ravens to feed Elijah at this brook. And so ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and brought him bread and meat in the evening every day. And he drank water from this brook, Cherith. And after a while, we don't know how long that was, but after a while, the brook dried up because there was, there was a, um, a drought. It hadn't rained for a long, long time. So eventually the brook dried up, but it basically just meant that this season for Elijah was over and God was taking him to his next season. And so God told him to go to a place called Zarephath. And there he had commanded a widow to provide for him. So first at the brook Cherith, he's commanding the ravens to provide for him. And now he's saying, okay, it's time for you to get up and move, go to this city and I will command a widow to provide for you. So he does, and he goes to the city, and when he gets there, he sees a widow who's gathering sticks to make a fire so she could make one last small meal for herself and her son um, so that they could die. Like, they were they were in famine. They were in dire, dire circumstances. And so all she had left in her house was a small jar of oil and a handful of flour. And so she was 
preparing to make this last little meal for herself and her son. And so they would eat that and unfortunately pass away. Things were just that, that deep and that heavy and that severe. But when Elijah saw her, he told her to not be afraid. And he asked her to go make a small cake for him first. And then afterwards, make something for herself and her son. And she's like, look, all I got is a small bin of flour and a little bit of jar of oil. How am I going to make all that for all of us? But then he told her what God had said to him to tell her that the flour and the jar of oil would not be used up until he sends rain. And remember, they were in a drought for years. So we don't know how many days, how many months or whatever this lasted. But during this whole season, the woman's jar of oil and her flour did not um, get used up until the drought was over. So again, another story, powerful story of God providing, making provision for his people. And and then he took me to the, the New Testament and to a very interesting story that I'm not sure if you guys are aware of. Um, I kind of forgot about it till I read it again this past week, and that is in Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 through 27, where we see Jesus and his disciples, and they were at a place called Capernaum. And there the tax collectors were, you know, taking taxes, taking uh, temple taxes from people. And so they asked Peter if Jesus was going to pay the temple tax. And, and Jesus told Peter to go fishing. Well, well, Peter basically was like, no, we're not paying it. And so Jesus told Peter to go fishing. And he said that the first fish that he catches to open the fish's mouth, and he would find a piece of money, which would be enough to pay the temple tax, not only for himself, but also for, for Jesus. And so it's just a very, it's a very interesting and unusual way that we see God providing. But I love it because it just lets us know that, you know, we can't put God in a box. Like we, we can't, you know, in our own finiteness and in our own imagination think, oh, he's going to always do it this way, or he's always going to do it that way, or he's always going to do it the way that he did it before. And that's us putting God in a box and, try, and, and limiting him, whether we um, think about that way or not, that's really what we're actually doing. And God wants us to know, look, you know, it's not really for you to know how I'm going to do it. I just need you to believe that I am going to do it. And I will always do it because I am faithful, because I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, that I am God and I do not change. So whether I provide for you this way, this time, I'll provide for you a different way next time. And your focus should be on me and just trusting me that I will provide for you and not try to see how I'm going to do it necessarily. So that those those stories were just really great for me and just great examples of, you know, God providing for his people and providing just in different ways through through different methods. And so God took me deeper. And, you know, one thing you'll know about me is I love I love to look up words. I love to look up the deeper meaning of words. And so when I'm reading the Bible, you know, I, I love to look up what the um, Hebrew translation or the Greek translation is. I love to just go deeper into his word because it really gives me a deeper revelation and more insight into and, and sometimes more context, you know, into 
what the scripture is really saying. And so I did some research, did some digging, and looked up the word provide. And I noticed that the word provide means to foresee, to prepare, or to prepare in advance. It's, it's about having a forethought of something. And basically, it means that God has already gone ahead and provided everything that we will ever need in our life. And we know that God is omnipresent, which means he's present in our past, he's present in our future, and present in our today, in our right now, all at the same time. He's omnipresent. And he's where I am, he's where you are, all at the same time. I mean, God created time, and so he exists outside of time. Time is for our benefit. It's not for him necessarily. It's, and it's how we experience God. And so knowing that um, was just such a blessing to me. And, you know, to, to just be reminded that, like, God has already gone ahead, you know. Um, I'm thinking of Psalm 139 verse five, where he says, where David, this is David says, he says, you have gone into my future to prepare the way. And in kindness, you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. That is so beautiful from the harm of my past. But he said, you have gone, you have gone into my future to prepare the way. That's beautiful. And then again, in Isaiah chapter 45, verse two, it says, God says that I will, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. Like God, again, he's omnipresent. He's in our past, present, and future. So he's already gone ahead and provided everything that we would need for every single day of our lives, every season of our lives. He's already gone ahead and made provision for that. And so I looked up also the word supply because God was like, not only will I provide for you, but I will also supply your needs. And I kind of thought that they were the same thing a little bit. But again, that's why I love looking up words and, and defining the words in either in Hebrew or Greek or even just using the dictionary. All those combined gives me deeper insight. And so when I look up the word supply, supply means to fill up by adding to. It means to fill until full. And so with that, God took me to a familiar scripture. We know it, Philippians chapter four, verse 19, where God says, and my God will liberally supply, fill until full your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now, when he says that he will supply your every need, that speaks to all of our needs, family. That speaks to everything, every need that we could possibly have. It speaks to our mental needs, our emotional needs, our spiritual needs, our physical needs, financial needs. If we need wisdom, strength, peace, if we need guidance, we need clarity about something, we need wholeness, we need healing, like all those needs, God says that he will liberally supply, fill until full. And just to, you know, know that, that, you know, God is concerned about every area of our lives that, you know, it's not just one thing or something else, or it's not even things that we would consider big or huge. It's like, okay, God, well, this is huge. Can you, can you help me in this area? But this little small thing over here and don't bother yourself. No, God is concerned about everything in our lives. 
He loves us. He loves us. He's concerned about every single thing that concerns you. He wants to know or he knows about and he will take care of it. He will take care of it. And when God says that he will supply all of our needs, I want you to know that there's no deficiency in God. He he is he is unlimited. He's limitless. There's no limit with God. And we were reminded when we look at Psalms chapter 23, verse one, where David says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. So that's just to remind you that God not only will provide, but he will also supply our needs as well. That is so powerful. And again, the similarities between provide and supply. So I kind of was thinking about it and I was thinking about it like this, like, So provision is when God gives you something you didn't have before, but he knows you need it. That's provision to me. And supply is when you have something, but it gets depleted and you need to be replenished. So for me, that kind of helped me to differentiate between the, the two words. And they both work together, but there is a slight difference between the two. So I don't know if that for you helps you at all to kind of break those things apart, but to kind of compare and contrast, but they both work together. I think that's so powerful. That is so, so powerful. I mean, I could think of a number of times just recently in my life where God not only provided for me, but he supplied my needs too. I I have needed wisdom and clarity about how to do some very important things. And this podcast is one of them. Like it's, it's, it's easy, but there are things that I've never done before, and I've needed wisdom. I've needed to know how to do things, and God provided the knowledge, and not only the knowledge, but he also gave me the understanding so I was able to apply what he's been teaching me, and so like you, I get overwhelmed by life, by the demands being placed on me, and and so I, full disclosure, have been going through a a recent process of grieving. I've been grieving the loss of some some friendships and relationships and and I'm still, you know, experiencing grief with the loss of my mom who passed away two years ago. Um I don't experience that grief every day, but there are there are definitely moments. There are definitely moments where the sadness takes over and the grieving takes over and I remember her and I miss her and all those things, you know, and so that along with just my daily life and the demands of my life, you know, I've, I've needed God's comfort. I've needed his strength. I've needed his healing, his peace of mind. I've needed rest. I have definitely needed replenishment. And God has been supplying all of my needs, every single need. And that's just some of it, you know. So I want to ask you, how about you? Do you have areas in your life where you feel you need God to provide for you? Or are you starting to feel depleted and overwhelmed and you need God to fill you up again? I want you to think about that for a minute. Because we all have areas where we need God to provide and areas where we need God to fill us up again. This pandemic in and of itself, y'all, has been a challenge, right? So much has been going on in our country or in our lives in our worlds, um, just the past few years, it has been a lot going on and, and our mental health has been challenged. Our finances have been challenged. Our physical health has been challenged. Like we need 
God. We need God's provision and we need God to supply and fill us up again and just replenish us. So if you are going through or if you can think of some things now where you need God to move, can you look back and remember a place where God met you and provided for you then? Or can you think of a a time where you had a need and God filled it? And so I want you to hold on to those moments because that will encourage you. That will give you hope. And with that, I just want to remind you today that God's got you. He's got you. He's got you in the palm of your hand. He knows everything you need um, before you even ask. And like we read, like we just said in his read in his word, he has gone before us and and made the crooked places straight and he has already provided for us. Um, And just to remind you and encourage you that your heavenly father knows what you need before you even ask him. Jesus said that in Matthew chapter six, verse eight, that our father knows what we need before we ask him. And so I want to encourage you again today. And hope that you feel strengthened with this truth, is truth, that God will provide for you. He will. And he will supply all of your needs. And I just want to encourage you to ask him, whatever you need from, 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 from him, whatever you need in your life, I want to encourage you to, to, to go to God. I want to encourage you to pray and talk with him and just lay your heart out before him. And just, you know, he wants you to, to come to him. And remember, he already knows what you are going through and what you need. He knows what you need before you even ask. He knows the provision that you're going to need. So he's already plotted it out in your life. And you can trust him with that. And you can trust him that he is faithful and will remain faithful in your life. So that's what I wanted to share today. Um, I thank God that you know, this journey that he's that he has me on is not only for me, but I do believe that it's for you as well. And so with that, I want to go ahead and pray before we close out. That's what I want to continue to do my, my, my podcast is I always want to close out in prayer. Um, and so, God, I just give you glory and praise right now. Father, I thank you for every listener. I thank you for everyone listening now, everyone that will listen in the future, Father God. I thank you for every life. I thank you for every heart, Father God. I thank you that you know everything about us, Father. You know every need. You know every concern. You know every fear. You know every point of anxiety. You know every place of stress. You know every burden and every care, Father. And I thank you that you are a loving Father. You are our good Father, and you are concerned with everything that concerns us, Father. So I lift up every listener to you right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you in advance for providing every need. I thank you in advance, God, for just preparing the way before them and making their crooked places straight, Father. I thank you that as they pour out their hearts to you, Father, that you would draw them closer to you and that they would experience your presence in their lives, Father. I give you glory and I bless you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, family. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I hope something was said today that resonated with you. And and I hope you'll be reminded today and in the days to come that God is your provider and will supply all of your need.
he's got you. He's got you. He's got you. If this blessed you, please share it with anybody that you think might also be encouraged and strengthened by it. Uh, Go ahead and pass it on. And if you haven't yet and you want to be notified when my future podcast drop, please go ahead and click the follow button. And also, too, um, I'd like to hear from you. Let's stay connected. You've got my information on my social media, on my in my description, my Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok, link, links to my blog. So, um, or you can also leave, leave me a voice message. Um, but stay, let's stay connected. I want to hear from you. I want to know how you're doing. If there's anything that, you, that you'd like me to pray for you about, um, please go ahead and just reach out to me. Um, I just want you to know that I am praying for you guys. I'm praying for you. And I also want to ask that we pray for each other, okay? Because again, we are family and we are interconnected. So let's cover each other in prayer as well. All right? All right. I hope you guys have a blessed week. Until next time, take care of yourself. And please, let's take care of each other. All right. God bless you guys. Bye.